Hello and welcome back to the last episode of the year of the Vet Space Ireland podcast with your hosts, myself, Michelle Maguire. And I'm Hazel Mullins. And we have a very special guest host tonight. Austin Donnelly. <laughs> In his very festive jumper. <laughs> Hi guys. Hi Austin. Austin. Thank you so much for agreeing to be a guest host for the Christmas I'm... pod. Sure, I'm delighted. We're having we're having we'll have a glass of vino. We always and we also just debated if Dada is an appropriate glass of vino to have. <laughs> I think if we took it to a poll, Dada would win. <laughs> I think it's generally acceptable, yeah. But I think Austin probably not met very many people know that it is in fact a wine cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, we've nothing against cocktails. No, cocktails. So, Michelle, what is the layout of today's podcast? So, well, actually, I had a few Christmas questions that I was going to throw in throughout the pod whilst we're talking about our highlights of 2022. So we're going to have a look back at the year. But seeing as you've mentioned Christmas cocktails, what is your favourite Christmas cocktail? Or what is your favourite cocktail, maybe? Maybe Christmas is the time that we have cocktails. Austin. I think... Um... I'm more of a sour person and old-fashioned, I think, whiskey and orange flavours. Yeah, definitely old-fashioned. Quite festive as well with the orange flavour in there. Yes, definitely. What about you? My festive drink, I don't know what you call it, a cocktail, but I love a hot port. Mm. And that is my ultimate festive drink. And then cocktail normally would be a margarita. Yeah, I love a margarita. Yeah. Yes. I do like a hot port as well. It's like a hug in the glass. Mm. And it's kind of yes. like that drink that you go in and you're like, oh, I don't know. Do I want to have like, you know, like a proper drink, like a vodka, but I'll have a hot port. <laughs> because you feel like you're drinking less, even though I'm pretty sure it's quite alcoholic. And then you have the little cinnamon stick. I got a cinnamon stick in a pub the other day in Kenmare and it just made, because she said to me, she said, do you want the cinnamon stick? And I said, well, if you have one, I'll have it. And yeah, it did make it. It made the drink, I must say. So yeah, hot ports. Very good. Well, I have to say that actually Austin and Old Fashioned is my favourite cocktail as well. Oh, there we go. Now I am very partial to a margarita, but I think this year at my brother's 40th, I may have killed them for myself. Mm. We made multiple, multiple pictures. Mm. Yes. Recently I had a mango one. Which was a new departure from the lime ones, but yeah, your lime ones are very good. I've had them. Now, I can't take credit for the recipe. That's Lisa Schaefer's recipe that she taught me. <laughs> and every time I go to make them, I still have to text her and say, Do I put a vodka? If anyone doesn't know. Yeah. yeah. She's very partial to Mark. She is. <laughs> um, she's, she's very festive at the moment, actually. Um, anyone head over to her Instagram? She her, She's in. Germany and it's snowing and there's like her beagles are dressed up in Santa suits and it's like <laughs> yeah it's all very festive she does make a good effort with the festivities yeah. okay so let's go with highlight number one Austin what's your first highlight of 2020 it was a better year than the couple of previous ones so I think we've got I some good stuff know. to talk about yeah yeah it definitely was a much nicer year um I think we were all kind of shaking off and forgetting about lockdowns, which were actually happening this time last year, you know. Yeah. Um, 
we I think it was a year when we got a lot of social reconnections happening and lots of little trips out and about. And um, you see, really, I moved home from Australia right at the start of lockdown. And that was kind of, it felt like I was here, but couldn't do much for a couple of years. So this year I've done quite a bit. Um, highlights of the year, I would say one of the big ones for me um, that was a lot of fun on the social front, but also a lot, um, you know, in lines with my work is in veterinary management was Vet Success. I thought the Vet Success Conference was fabulous. <clears throat> I'll give you that check later. <laughs> we did not pay him to say this. <laughs> I do. Like, I, I keep thinking of August, late August, beautiful weather, race course, lots of people, lots of new connections. Amazing speakers, really delicious food, um, great content. Still, still talking to new connections I made from the Vet Success Conference. Um, still, it it really energised me. I felt because um, I love to see that that kind of um, stuff was arriving in Ireland. Stuff that I've always felt was missing. You know, the discussions about EQ and IQ and let's put our heads together and discuss how we deal with conflict in the in the clinic and how do we utilize our nurses and all those things that we need to work on was there in spades and I just really felt energized and excited and um, for me it was one of the highlights of the year the conference that I attended and like quite a few of my connections made it there as well and friends and it was a great social event too so I just want to say well done to you guys for arranging it it was fab oh thanks really Austin. brilliant yes it is actually really nice to hear that because it was a lot of work wasn't it Hazel? Yeah. it was a lot of stress yeah. michelle you went through a lot of like michelle did a lot of the admin side and um it was a lot of stress trying to adjust the logistics of getting everyone over from the uk and the irish speakers and the like you know the fact that the venue was pretty much a marquee and we had to rent everything and and uh, yeah, I did a lot of emceeing on the day. We did. Well, we we technically had three venues, you know, which is not normal. Um. Yeah. So, but look, I think it worked out well, and we had a vision when we thought about it, and I think we definitely we made some mistakes, obviously, but I think we definitely delivered on the vision. Like even when you walked into the room, I just thought it looked class. Yeah. Definitely. Booking a thirty-three seater bus for twelve people was perhaps <laughs> a mistake. <laughs> In fairness, so off the buses, and I was like, "Absolutely, Michelle." Rob did Rob disappear, was... though, so we were we were we were one man down. <laughs> oh god! Oh, the story. Yeah. The bus yeah. was good fun, but yeah, no, we should have just maybe a mini bus would have done. But um, I yeah, think we can all agree that that success is definitely a highlight of the year. Yeah, I think it's on all of our lists. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, it was well excellent. What about you, Hazel? Highlights of the year, um, veterinary highlights. Um, I think there's been quite a few. I think being part of the vet school working group has been one of my highlights. I started, I think it was this time, just maybe, I don't know, November time last year, meeting the horse and jockey. And it was all this big pipe dream. And they got me to speak about my time in Nottingham. And I kind of said, well, look, I can take that role because I've studied abroad and I been in a new vet school and I've gone through the accreditation and blah, blah blah so I was really happy to be involved and then kind of things went a bit quiet didn't hear much and then all of a sudden I was kind of brought back in 
um to the working group again and it just all kicked off like we were meeting TDs and ministers and like I have you know a mild interest in politics but not really and next thing I was up in the doll meeting Simon Harris and it was just one of the moments where I was like how did I get here <laughs> and from a meeting with all the windows open during a COVID outbreak like mm. you know obviously in freezing horse and jockey to now being in a lovely warm doll room with Simon Harris and he was so lovely to us and he I just felt like he listened it was so nice he didn't have much time with us but every second he was there I could tell that he was listening and he was writing things down and he was really engaging and he just said that it's you know not acceptable that we are sending so many students overseas to study when we have you know the capabilities of doing it in our own country and yeah it was just a a fantastic thing to be involved in and then it kind of got moved on and on and we met more people and more meetings and now I think you know things are looking really good for a new vet school in Limerick so hopefully things go the right way and um, there's some serious talks been happening and yeah the working group as well we're a very eclectic mix of people we're literally a lot of us are a monster base really but it is, you know, Shane Gearan and you've got Claire Mead and you have Ian Fleming and, and Jimmy Quinn and just all these people. Like Jimmy Quinn is like an like an, a bovine embryo transfer vet. You know, Claire Mead is, is, a, is a cat vet. I'm a large animal vet. Um, there's people, you know, that have like, there's just, yeah, everyone and anyone. And Kathy Enright is on it as well. And yeah, just made some wonderful friends. So yeah, very, very, very proud to be involved in it. And yeah, just that's one of my highlights, I think. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. Brilliant. Well done, Hazel. Sounds like there's very good representation across the board of the Yeah, I know there's some industry. very, very, you know, strong people on that working group. And I'm, you know, learning a lot from them as well. So it's 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 great to be involved and for them to, you know, invite me into that as well. It's, it's been a real pleasure. So yeah. It'll be so proud when in a couple of years time that school opens and you'll be like, I was involved in this from the get go, y'all. Jimmy Quinn and Ian Fleming, it was kind of their baby and their idea. And they have like gone from a little seed of an idea to massive things. So, you know, it's 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 good. It just takes one drunken flight home from the London Vet Show. That's all it does. Where we where we envisage vet success and then it happened. Yeah. And where we could end up, who can say? <clears throat> uh, well done. I, I did see in the media some of the images of the Great West Simon Harris and yeah. obviously there was the talk at Fet Success as well and the whole thing's gathering momentum and keep mm. it up. It's brilliant. Mm. Yeah, we met Foley. I think the lads are like besties now with Simon Harris at this stage. Like, <laughs> he's a very. I must say now he he was a very very. I was really impressed with how he listened to us. You know how some people you talk to them and they don't. It just goes in one ear out <clears> the other. <throat> but he was really really listening, which was nice. So. I only meet Simon Harris and Dunn, so I've never. Oh, <laughs> do you? <laughs> he shops in the Watch local Dunn's there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then you, you have to do that polite, polite Irish thing where you're not allowed to um look at people too much or whatever if they're famous. So <laughs> heads mm-hmm. down. The next time I used to see him, he'd be like, "Excuse me, Minister." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Any how's, how's the new vet school going? <laughs> <laughs> I'll save that for the next time I see him. Yeah. 
know. Michelle, what's you, what's been your highlight? Come on, I think your turn. What was my highlight? Um, let me think of a veterinary one. Uh, veterinary, veterinary. I suppose, it, although it was very nerve wracking, I should probably say that it was a highlight. I guess speaking at London Vet Show this year was, um, yeah, definitely a highlight and. I, like as you both know because you were there I was so terrified especially because there was no questions it was just going to be on the fly so I was like oh but what I would say is afterwards I really felt really proud of us at Vet Space Ireland and being represented there in such a way and even afterwards when all the Irish people were coming up and saying well done and you were great and I just felt like I'd represented not just Vet Space Ireland but Ireland <laughs> um so I have to say I was very proud of myself I still to this day have no idea what I said because I was so nervous I felt like I was drunk mm-hmm. but I just kept looking at you your two faces and Hazel <laughs> kept giving me the thumbs up so I was like okay I'm definitely not talking shit just don't move it on Brilliant. um there was a time at the beginning when Alan Robinson was talking and I felt like he probably it could have been very easy for me to just like let him talk a lot you know and I was kind of conscious I was like don't be the little girl in the group you know does that make sense yeah <laughs> um yeah. I, I didn't remember thinking that I was like you ha- like you you have a voice you know what you're saying like don't your be mom. the little girl in the group yeah yeah so um yeah so look I think I did okay um so that was probably a highlight for us it just shows that we've come so far and um you know Vet Space Ireland really is even though Hazel and I are always doing it on a wing and a prayer, like it it has legitimacy and people really yeah. think that it's a really good thing. Well, well I can they, say I was very proud of you, Michelle. Were you? Yes. <laughs> Austin, we, we, we were very proud of you. <laughs> For anybody listening, we were myself and Hazel were right in the front row. <laughs> like two fangirls. Yes. Absolutely. And I have so many videos on my phone of you just yeah. I saw them on the stories on Vets oh, Faith Ireland stories, so I couldn't match them back every time I saw myself or heard my voice. I was like Bleh. And you know what's gonna sound really funny is because I was the only Irish person talking. Do you ever find that when you're amongst British people speaking, because their accent is so polite that when you start speaking in your Irish accent, you feel like you just fell straight out of the bog? <laughs> like, I literally fell off the back of a tractor when I arrived here and I've got my wellies on and I just put two plots of turf <laughs> so because the acoustics were really weird in there I could kind of hear my voice coming back to me and I was like Jesus who's that bugger is that me oh my god <laughs> well Michelle you said some really really good like yeah. I think you were very witty you were very, you showed your personality you said some really valid points about like change and technology and kind of you know yeah. about your nurses using like making sure you're utilizing and like there was a lot like really really good things that you said and I was so proud and I was like oh my god how did you think of that and then I'm thinking god does she even know what she's saying now when I'm hearing that <laughs> <laughs> who can say who can say <laughs> uh, you did you did us very proud and I think even afterwards there was people coming up god Michelle was great on the on the on the panel because she said some really I'm yeah. like yes, I know I know it was really nice because there were some Irish vets who I've never met in my life who came up and introduced themselves to me they're like well done you were brilliant and I was like thank you 
yeah. So I just thought that did, was really nice. It did, honestly, you did so well. And I think just to set the context a little bit, um, people mightn't realise that the room was so full that they had to close the door. They couldn't let anybody else in. And I heard the comment that some years ago at London Vet Show, these panel discussions and business theatres would be kind of a handful of people. And the, like the, this year, it was the... the, the um, they were very, very popular, and your your panel discussion was so popular that it closed the door. I know, <laughs> yeah. So only there's, an appetite, there's an appetite for what you're talking about, and what you said was fantastic, and I definitely get it as well. I think part of me and Hazel's fandom was, here's our Irish speaker up on the stage, like your <laughs> Irish contingent. Yeah. Yes. Really yeah. came across. Not as a bugger, though. <laughs> I think yourself and Wesley Power were the only... Um, maybe there was another Irish, but I think they were all part of the Elanco team. But I think you were one of the only, you know, representatives at the the whole conference, Michelle. So it's mm. very very proud. Yeah. yeah. Can you remind the listeners what the title was again? It was like uh, "Adapt and Thrive: The Future of Veterinary." Mm. So very relevant. Um, and but it is worth pointing out, I suppose, I was conscious of the fact that I was the only Irish speaker, and. <clears throat> The industry, whilst it's really similar, it is quite different in the UK. So things that we're getting new are well established. Um, not that we're miles behind, like we're certainly not, but we're definitely maybe not at the same level. So I it was I felt it was important to highlight that as well and remind people that yeah. we're not maybe at the same, we maybe have overall the same challenges, but on the smaller, the smaller challenges are different as well. Mm. Right, moving on. Mm. Christmas okay. question time. Hazel, what is your favorite Christmas movie? Mm. Oh my God, she doesn't have one. Can you believe this? Oh, I, do. I do, I do, I <laughs> do. What it's, kind of a Grinch are you? It's just going to be so cliche. Like I do love the holiday. I want to be romantic, like a romantic. I love. Do you know? I can never remember the names of them, but I love all the really cheesy romantic movies on Netflix. You know, like. <laughs> Christmas time is here. Oh, you're like everything from the Hallmark oh, Channel, basically. You mean? Oh, like I love them. Anything to do with like romance and Christmas and people like being separated and a Christmas back. prince. I love Christmas prince. Austin's <laughs> <laughs> gonna say something really cool now and be like, "I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm really, not. I'm really cheesy like that. I love like rom-com yeah. Christmas films. Yeah." Well, Aston, what's your favourite Christmas movie? I actually movie? am going to be really disappointed. I don't have one. I Ah, uh, stop. I don't really have one. I'm more of a comedy person, so any sort of comedy show, but I wouldn't say um a particular film for Christmas. I love Christmas. What's that what's that one? Christmas party with like um Jennifer Jennifer Aniston. Aniston. Yeah, she's in that, isn't she? It's like yeah, it's like bad they... boss, but like yeah. it's like Christmas party. Maybe I'll preempt your next question about resolutions, and maybe I need to get some Christmas films. <laughs> well, for anyone that would like to know, my favorite Christmas movie is Elf. Oh, you're one of them. <laughs> what? Will Ferrell? It's the funniest film of all time. It's grand, Michelle. Oh my god, I can't cope with it. I actually like will get like I'll <laughs> snort out my nose. Like it's just so funny. It's better than the Grinch. Um, I was made watch the Grinch the other night, and I was like, "No, this is not for me. This is Grinch like is shit." 
like what is the Grinch like and you have and Jim Carrey like what a legend I'm like yeah like yeah. Jim Carrey is great but this is not this is not Christmas this is like I have to admit I was forced to watch the Grinch years ago with my cousin when she was really small and I hate it. it's the worst film of all time however I am very much enjoying the Grinch at Orlando Studios yeah on TikTok. I've, been, I've been watching that yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just so good hilarious yes he's so good but the Grinch yes. the movie is shit. But Elf is brilliant. Austin, there's one for you now. Yeah, I would say that I have watched Elf. Um, what about the Santa Claus? That's kind of funny. Yeah, it's good. Tim Henman. Tim, is it? Tim, not Henman. Tim. <laughs> Tim Henman's a teller. Tim Allen. Tim Allen. <laughs> I do like Tim Allen, actually. I would probably um, enjoy that. I've never seen it. Oh, it's very Tim, good. Tim the Tool Man Taylor. Hmm. Um, okay, let's go for um, Austin. Any uh, what's your second review of the year? Top favorite thing, top favorite or thing. highlight. So, are we still talking in lines of veterinary? Like anything at all, it can be personal, veterinary. I mean, it has to be interesting, like, you can't be watching snails. Oh, no, no. Um, I think, um I suppose in line with the, you know, veterinary and an event that happened during the year, I would probably have to say London Vet Show was was one of the highlights as well. Um, it's always pretty good. If we're talking like something that happened that was great crack and um, probably like was was a heavy veterinary element as well, I would have to say the... Um, Vet Space Hike was great crack. Yeah. Yeah, actually. That was good crack. We stayed in the Oh. We did the hike and we stayed overnight. Yes. Yeah. Remember we get crashed the wedding? I, in my defense, I was in bed. I didn't get crashed the wedding. You You didn't. You didn't. You're right. Yeah. All the rest of us get crashed the wedding. It was like, obviously in the Glen of Aherlow House, we were, um, we're all there and it's getting late and there's a huge wedding happening downstairs. We can hear it, but the bar's closing and we're like, well, I wonder would we possibly know someone in there and maybe we could get <laughs> in and just like dance and stuff. Mind you, we're in shorts and flip-flops and it was one of the hottest days of the year. And we kind of moved ourselves down towards the smoking area. And of course, Una knew she had met a distant cousin and the next thing there was an invite from the bride for us to come in, and then we went. And <laughs> so someone fine. did actually know somebody at yeah. the wedding. Randomly in the middle of yeah, Glen of Aherlow. That's so funny. Una's distant cousin was there, and the next thing we were all in the wedding, and Niall Jackson was in his shorts and flip flops, and <laughs> we were giving it socks and the dance floor. It was great crack. And then we went for the hike the next day. In Which the blistering heat. Yeah. There was there was like nearly thirty degrees at uh, that day, was it? Yeah, it was tough going. It was very and hot. Now I nearly died. That was the re- well. I look. I didn't want to be dying for the hike anyway, but I just said no way. I just can't be. I need a good night's sleep, and I nearly died. Died. Actually, at the hike was the hottest day of the year. That was equally mm-hmm. as torturous. Sure, everyone got into the river afterwards. That's right. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Maybe we that should was... try and have it on a Saturday and then go out on the Saturday night in future. Maybe. Yes, yeah, maybe. We might try it and see. 
not like yeah. not hung over. Because otherwise people have to arrive and then everyone's having the pints the night before and then you're trying to do the hike the next day. Maybe we should like, do a winter hike. Remember you said that, Michelle? I think we should do maybe a, a winter and a summer hike. Yeah. We I could think... have then an apre hike. Oh yeah. Any excuse. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Ooh. Okay, that was good. Um, I, I was just going to say that night, that night of the wedding, we were all back then in the garden of the chalet we were staying in, and there was a meteorite storm, and the in the the stars were really clear, and there was loads of meteorites about. And that was actually class as well. We spent hours sitting outside looking at them as well. That's class. I'd be into that in a big way. Yeah, because it's like there's very little light pollution out there, and it was such mm. a great place to look at the stars, and it was just amazing. Anyway, continue. Awesome. That's why you were a bit late for the hike, maybe in the morning. <laughs> yeah. I arrived, and I was like, "Where is everyone?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here in a while. Um, another highlight for me. Um, a veterinary highlight. Like I suppose all the like. I don't like kind of focusing on too many conferences, but it was quite a highlight for me to go to the um, World Bureatrics. It was the first time I've gone to it. It was in Madrid. It was fab. It was like lots of Irish, like it was a really big Irish contingency there. Like Animal Health Ireland was was represented, um, like a load of the um, residents from UCD, uh, like um, and Tagus people were there. It was just super and it was just really um yeah it was a really proud moment for large animal vets I think that we were we were there in force and uh it was good crack and yeah I really enjoyed it a lot I am um, it wasn't it was both clinical and then there was kind of teaching stuff as well which was really good and yeah lots of tapas and wine and yeah it was good it was good fun um and then there was all different companies bringing different Irish vets places so we were all like where are you going who are you with Oh, you're with Celestis. You're with Hipra. You're with this. You know. Oh, you're MSD, and it was almost like. And was there a good crack to be had in the evenings? Uh, there was. It was a lot of happy hours. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Was uh, a big crowd at it? Was it like thousands? Well, yeah, I'd say there was like I think there was about six thousand or something. Oh wow! No, I could be completely wrong, but there was a bit. It was huge. Like it was. It was in like an Excel version of in Madrid. Like it was absolutely. Hmm. It was. I don't know, there was eight or nine lectures going on at one time. It was, yeah, it was good. Were you um, were you struggling to get to all the ones you wanted to? It was it yeah. a great selection? And also, when you go to <clears throat> one lecture that you really want to go to and you're sitting there and then someone comes out and starts speaking Spanish that isn't <clears throat> the lecture that you were meant to go to because you're in the wrong room. Because oh. all of the rooms were like, they were all called cities. They were like Berlin, Paris, London and like, I, and we were just like, oh, and I was with one of my um ex-colleagues from Bandon and he was just like, and this was like the one lecture he wanted to go to as well. And like, it was like a scanning lecture. And I felt so bad because I was like, it's in here. <laughs> we sat down. Oh, no. Oh, and then we left and then the, the room was, yeah, they, they, they had closed the doors. So it couldn't go in. So we just sat in the corridor with no learning. But anyway, that, that happens. Surely you went to other lectures though, did you? I did. Went to lots of lectures. Yeah, they were good. I really enjoyed the 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 education ones because they really focused on how to actually ed- like try and educate farm vets, which isn't covered very often. So it was interesting. Hmm. 
So approaches to educating farm clients. Yeah, farm farm vets and like new grad vets and practice and what kind of, you know, teaching they should get in college and whether they should be able to track a bit more in college and that kind of stuff. And yeah, um, it was interesting. Yeah. Because like we would find like, it is nice like if they could track a little bit more into farm, I think, I think that would be a good idea. Not to, not completely, but even just do maybe four weeks more um actual tracked rotations and farm. Um I think that that's the way like a couple of the colleges in the UK do it. Um and okay. they still cover all their small and they still cover all their equine, but they just slightly more focus on on large. And then they can still be equine and small animal vets, but I think it just for the industry, I suppose for large animal, mm. it would be nice to try and get more people involved and people staying in it as well so mm. yeah well it's food producing so it's really important it is yeah mm. but anyway that was my time in madrid <laughs> I getting books robbed from him <laughs> never a dull moment no and it's all sober fun all sober fun <laughs> we'll talk about what happened in the night time <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I know, it was all very mild it was all very mild it's all good <laughs> okay <laughs> right uh christmas question number two uh what's your favorite christmas song austin or carol it can be a christmas song or a christmas carol or you can have one of each um what's that song um the cavalry song you know, with um the cavalry song. Yeah. Uh, uh I don't know. I'm not gonna know the name of it though. How are we going to know what it's called? I love uh, a bit of Mariah until like you just get it overplayed. I like some um, of the songs. I like like picture this song and I like I liked Elton John and what's his name? Ed Sheeran's song last year. I like the bell song, you know. Da, 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 carol of the bells. Da, 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 that's, that's my that's favorite pretty. Christmas carol. Yeah. I've just yeah. ruined well, it for you. Yeah. Maybe we should. Um, I'm gonna play that. I'm gonna play a clip of that on the extra. I think if I can get a short enough clip that they won't like arrest us for copyright. Mm. No. Um, I love yeah, carol of the bells. That's definitely my favorite Christmas carol. I love um Il Divo's version of Oh Holy Night as a Christmas carol. And I love um, the John Lennon Christmas song. Happy Christmas. War is over. Oh, yeah. It's always one when I'm like, you know, if you're in the pub and it comes on, you're just like. Yeah. I love Michael Bublé. Anything that Michael Bublé. Yes. Obviously, yeah. I actually have his Christmas album. It's class. Yeah. Um, Austin, this is just not a runner, is it? The Cavalry song. There'll yeah, be someone no, listening I'm... to this now and they'll be like, hmm, I know what that is, but I have no clue. I can hear it in my head. Um, I'm just going to play it now, if, if you just give me one moment. Oh, yes. What's it called? <laughs> oh, there we go. That one. <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? Is it is it what's it called? Stop the cavalry. <clears throat> That's a Christmas song, is it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. You know E17. Yes. Another day. Is that actually like what? Like 
No, you know, it's, they just put Christmas bells in the beginning and like made it look <laughs> fake snowing, and then and it came out at Christmas, so therefore it's always seems like a Christmas movie, a bit like Die Hard, you know, not about Christmas. They must be getting some serious royalties for that, though. Yeah, That's keeping them afloat, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I might can I have a second one. I think we'll go yeah. with the Pogues Fairy Tale in New York. Mm. Really like that. Yeah, it's a classic. Yeah. I they play it like forty times a day, and I could still listen to it. So that might be a good, must be a good sign. I do like all the old classics like Frank Sinatra and Dean yes. Martin. Yes, they are winners. Old school. Okay. Um, does anybody know how many reindeer Santa have has? Nine. Or can you name them? Dancer. 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 Dancer is there. Chancer is not there. You are a chancer by trying to throw that one in. Chancer, Comet, Vixen. Yes, yes, yes. Rudolph. Yeah. I'm going to go with six. Mm. No, Hazel, you said it already, didn't you? Nine, is it? Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) That includes Rudolph. Yeah, you've named four. So you've named Dancer, Vixen, Comet and Rudolph. Prancer, is that? Prancer, Vixen, Comet and Rudolph. Prancer. Prancer. Oh, there's one that's like... Um, oh, go on, Michelle. Tell us. Go on. Dasher. Hmm? Dasher. Oh. Dasher and Dancer. Yeah. Dancer and Vixen. Thomas and Cupid. 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 Never knew that was a reindeer's name. And then Donner and Blitzen. Blitzen. Oh, yes. And Rudolph with his red nose. Yeah. There you go. We're all shit at that. <laughs> That's it. I have no more questions. I did um have some got some really shit Christmas cracker jokes that I could read out at the end. But any more highlights from anyone? Michelle, I think it's your turn for a highlight. No, um, it's my turn for a highlight. Okay, do you know what was a highlight? It was getting away on holidays. Just gonna say it. Yeah. After all the COVID, um. Yeah, I went to Italy this year <clears throat> for a friend's wedding. Now it was very much a flying visit, but I've never been to Italy, and it was magnificent. Loved everything about it: the food, the wine, the coffee. It was just all a dream. And then I also went to Spain for a week after Vet Success, which was just so nice to sit, relax, walk, do like no work stuff. Um. And then was in the UK a couple of times for different work bits. But that was definitely a highlight for me. Getting to do non-work, non-conference related. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Italy. You, Austin, you were just in Prague and it looked magically festive. Yeah, I went to Prague there. So I had my um, MBA exams first week of December. And I was looking at my schedule going, I've got a few days to use and the exams will be done middle of the week. So I said, let's go to Prague. And a group of us went over for four days and it was absolutely class. It was um, really Christmassy, um, Christmas markets all over the place. Um, Beautiful city, really old architecture, lovely buildings. We went to the Philharmonic Orchestra one of the nights. We went to um, a walking tour and we did a boat tour. And then we did lots of 
going around trying out the markets, lots of mulled wine, lots of um, food places and coffee. And then we had to try out the nightlife as well with the nightclubs. Mm. And uh, absolutely loved it. Highly recommend it to everybody. It's um, a real cool city. I'd love to go there in the summer and see the alternative. But it was probably a few degrees colder than Dublin at the minute. But, um, you know, that time of year when it's nice to be wrapped up and there's a bit of snow on the ground and um, lots of touristy people doing tourist things. i never seen a place for Christmas trees like it. It was absolutely <laughs> full of Christmas trees. They don't just put one Christmas tree, they put 40 Christmas trees everywhere, <laughs> you know, um, all different sizes. Some of the Christmas trees were like three-story buildings. They were absolutely enormous and other ones were little tiny ones you know, dotted around, but um, really beautiful place, beautiful city. Did you get that, stuck or anything with the flights or anything? We Sorry. actually just had an hour delay on the way over and two hours delay on the way back. Mm. We were lucky enough. The, um, just as we were leaving Dublin, that was the first morning of a big blast of cold weather here. And they, they had to defrost the runway in Dublin. But um, they, they were able to keep the planes moving. Um, but I think later that day there was loads of um cancellations, so I think we were fairly lucky. But um never been to Prague. Yeah, really um really recommend it. Um and I'd love to I'd love to see it in the summer then to see the alternative too. Mm -hmm. Dubrovnik, I'd highly I went to Dubrovnik and I highly recommend it. Yeah, um, just bring a small mortgage with you and then <laughs> I'd highly recommend it. It's very expensive. It's like Dublin prices for more expensive than Dublin for a pint really? or a glass of wine. Yeah. Um. But I think once you know going, it's fine. I was probably a bit oblivious and like just the bit like you're. It's literally like being in a Disney castle. Like, but the whole city is one big film scene, and the water is beautiful, and the boats and. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it is good. And there's flights from Cork, which is very handy. Was that a city break, Hazel, or was it um a, Yeah, no, a it's week? a city break. No, I'd say three nights is plenty. Oh, lovely. Yeah. yeah, no, it was... I put uh, that on the list. Hmm. Yeah, and like... you been split, meant to be fab. Yeah, I've been to split. I've Have been you? Split. Yeah, mm. split is gorgeous. I was there for a week. Um, yeah, no, the more than I think more than four nights and you'd probably have a well like you'd kind of be like okay let's move on um because you'll you'll have it's so small you'll see it all and then you'll still get a beach day if you stay for like two days so, yeah, <laughs> highly recommend it that was my favorite trip this year lovely yeah it's hard oh, to beat the holidays can't beat the holidays um yeah. one last question actually I forgot I did have one last question what are you most looking forward to for next year Hazel I better say getting married. Oh, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> yeah, if you don't, you're dead. <laughs> um, getting married and moving into my new house. There's a lot going on next year. Yeah. That's very Amazing. exciting. To be fair. Chin chin. Chin chin. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What about you, Austin? I think next year I'm I'm very excited about finishing my course, my MBA. Mm. Also be... very exciting. I'm very, <laughs> very excited to finish it. I'm on a break from study now and I'm like a new person. I'm all happy. <laughs> like I've got time to do stuff, but but um 
be very excited about getting that done and obviously a graduation this time next year in Edinburgh would be very exciting as well. Well, look, I think um, you had a graduation, Hayes, didn't you? I did. I got my certificate in, um, that should be one of my highlights, maybe, um, instead of something else. But anyway, um, yes, I got my um, advanced clinical practitioner in uh, production animal practice. Yeah, from Edinburgh. But I missed it because of a wedding, but it was my cousin's wedding and it was a great day. But you, look, you just can't be everywhere. And yeah. um, Congratulations. Yeah, I, Thank you. And look, you'll do amazing next year and we will all be celebrating on your behalf in yeah. uh, November when you yeah. get graduation. Yeah, I, I think that'll be one of the exciting things for me next year, definitely. But I have loads more holidays to do next year. I have holidays mm-hmm. to catch up on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, same. I'm going to, uh, I'm looking forward to working less. That's the plan, but I say that every year. Um <laughs> Uh, I always just take one day out of my working week, but then still work. Just don't get paid for it. No, I'm going to work less and travel more. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm very excited. I'm going to try and get a couple of city breaks in. And yeah, and also I think veterinary is going into a kind of a positive place. I think it's going to be a challenging year, but I think it's I think it's going to be in a good place. And I'm looking forward to what's next with Vet Space Ireland, because who knows? Who knows? Yeah, Absolutely. Thank you um, to all our listeners and for listening. And I hope everyone has a magical Christmas and yeah, and just a brilliant 2023. And we will see you at some point, whether it's a hike or who knows what else, but <laughs> definitely hikes. And thank you, Austin, for joining us tonight. It's been a pleasure to have you. Um, you're all you. Happy Christmas, everybody. Happy Christmas, everybody. And happy New Year. Happy New Year.